feel so dirty when I pitch it right. I make you nervous how I get you right. Feel so dirty when I pitch it right. Yeah, I make you nervous how I get you right. Yeah, I think my home might be the preacher wife. Yeah, I mean my home might be the sneaker type. Yeah, I got some dope, I got some dope to ship. Yeah, I heard you up and on that overkill. Yeah, you probably dumb it when I'm over here. Yeah, I might quit popping for my mama for my. Yeah, I had a double with a downer out in Dublin. Tell a bitch, talk dirty to my other head. Yeah, the prison wall of water fountain with a liquor call. If them bitches call, I'm the better red. Yeah, I got quit fucking with that medicine. Guilt trips, give me stiff lips and a pair of kids. This my enemy, this my bro, this my other bitch. What you wanna do on the real? Just some gutter shit. So cow cutter, I smile for the fuck of it. Eastside nigga, chat town with no fun, okay? You guys, I haven't recorded in forever. I think the last time I uploaded an episode was like November 20. I'm going to look on the podcast app right now. November 22nd. So just eight plus what's today what's today oh 19 days well so it's gonna be 21 days uh when i upload this but you guys i haven't uploaded an episode in forever hello welcome i am your host the one and only the baddest in the game the best to ever do it the baldest in the game the thickest in the game the most chocolate in the game Overall, the queen of the game, Ebony Kelly. This is episode 10, I think, of Ethereal Black Girl. What have you guys been doing? Y'all are probably like, no, what have you been doing? Well, see, let me just, let me get comfortable. Hold on, let me get comfortable. I'm in my bed recording. Let me explain where I've been, what happened, you know, Y'all are probably wondering where the girls have been. We'll see what had happened was um, November was just very much so busy for the girls. You know, um, it was my nieces. Hold on. Let me turn my TV all the way down. I was watching YouTube videos. I was watching B. Simone. Okay. It was my niece's first birthday, like I mentioned in my other a podcast you know so I was there doing that um then you know Thanksgiving because yeah November 22nd yeah before Thanksgiving so that was before Thanksgiving you know I have not been in my apartment for more than like two days at a time the whole month of November I've been running I heard the train this whole time. I didn't want to do that while I'm recording. But yeah, so I haven't not been in my apartment. Like literally when I came back, I came back on last Sunday. Had to do a whole cleanup. I mean, I cleaned before I left, but like I've been running in and out and unpacking and repacking and washing clothes. Like 
I finally got to unpack my hygiene bag because it was all my hygiene stuff was in the bag for the whole month because I kept having to move and leave. I'm sorry. If y'all hear this, you know, it's the nail. I'm so sorry. Um, I just kept having to travel. Like, so then after Thanksgiving, I was at my parents, because I was like sad. I think the day I came home to my parents' house for Thanksgiving, I, I just woke up like in a bad mood. Um, I just woke up like not, you know, feeling it. So I went to my parents' house on Sunday before Thanksgiving, and I was just kind of chilling with them, you know. And, of course, they put me in, like, a, a better mood um, for sure. And I just stayed there all the way from, like, Sunday to Saturday. Um, and then, unfortunately, my uncle died, thanks, no, the Friday after Thanksgiving. RP, my uncle, he died of cancer that Friday. So... Then I had to come back here, get some clothes because his funeral was obviously going to be the following week. And then I went to my friend Kaya's house, stay with her for a few days. So I traveled from Tuscaloosa to my gut well, to Prattville. Then I traveled from Prattville to Sylacauga, Alabama, which y'all probably have no idea where that's even at. Just know, you know, when you get off 280 in Birmingham and it says Chillisburg, the sign, just drive towards that way very small town that's where my dad is from but um I left my friend so I left Prattville drove to Sylacauga through the backwoods through the boonies um stayed with my aunt for two days or for like a day and a half ish and then went to my parents house for two days because I something happened went to no I went just with my parents house for a day and then I went back to Tuscaloosa which was last Sunday and so I've just been on the road. Like, I know my car is so tired of me. I know CC is just like, girl, like, what are we doing? Where are we going? So, yeah, so that's where I've been. That's why I haven't been recording. And, like, I had, I had, I'm not going to lie. I had my microphone and I had my headphones. So I technically could have recorded, but there was no time. Like, there was never really a time to sit down and record. Like, I had intentions to have my mother on on an episode while I was doing all this traveling and at home and stuff I had intentions to have my sister on an episode but you know my sister's a whole mother now and me and my mom just be we be having conversations but I'll be forgetting to grab my mic and my computer so um that's where I've been that's why, you know, I've been MIA. I haven't been posting on my page. And I haven't really been on my social media the month of November for real either. Because I've just really been trying to get my life together. Um, I'm not even on my social media right now. I'm, I only logged on to my podcast so I could post that I'm recording. So I can, you know, upload the episode and, you know, promote and whatnot. But if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't be back on it. Not for now, because I'm fasting. So that is what I have been doing. That's where I've been. So that's the where I've been. We can get into like weekly. Well, at this point, monthly check-in. What have the girls been doing? What if, you know, what have I, what have my focus been? What's my progress on certain areas? So I lost. I'm pretty sure last time I talked to y'all, I told y'all I lost seven pounds. Um... You know, from Thanksgiving, I actually did not eat that bad 
from Thanksgiving to my uncle's funeral to all of those things. Like I didn't, I haven't been eating really bad, but like I also haven't been at home. You know, when I've been at home, I've been, I cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I work out four times a week. Like I'm drinking my detox water. I'm doing my green juice. I'm doing everything, but when I'm traveling, that's just not, no, that's just too much to do. So I'm pretty sure I probably gained like, but I got on the scale. When I was at my parents' house, I gained about a pound. I was like, okay, that's fine. But I haven't gotten on the scale since. That was about a week ago. I'm kind of nervous. I don't really feel like I've gained a lot of weight. I may feel like I may have gained one or two pounds back, but it's fine. I've been back in the gym. We're back to cooking. Everything's normal. So I've been working out consistently, you know, buying a certain workout equipment, certain resistance bands and things. So I've just been, you know, doing my thing in the gym or whatnot. I actually get really excited when I go to the gym now, you know. Um, it's kind of like my me time, even though I live by myself and all my time is technically my me time. Um, I still consider it my me time to really get that good burn, a good sweat. Cause I don't know about y'all. I know some people like to be like cute when they go to the gym, but no, I'm going to the gym. I'm going there to bust the sweat, not break bust. That means I need all, I need all the toxins. I need all the fat, everything out, gone, disposed of. So yeah, I've been in the gym. Um, oh, I have an interview next week. So remember, did I talk about this in November or not in my last show? I don't know what I, I'll just be talking what was it? I think my ice maker, but, um, yeah, I have an interview next Wednesday. It's a three hour interview. And before y'all like, Oh my God, three hours. It's for a tech company. It's broken into three parts. One, um, case interview part, one job fit interview and one behavioral fit. So behavioral fit is like star method. Um, if you don't know what star method is, it's, it's situation, task, action results. So like, Tell me about a time when you worked with difficult team members and how'd you deal with it? You have to use a star method situation, task, action, and results. They want you to be really specific about stuff. The case study is more so like, how do I describe it? Have you guys ever, let, they'll give you a scenario like, okay, they'll be like, all right, so you're, you are an editor for X, Y, and Z magazine, but you want to create a new magazine targeting X, Y, and Z audience. It's going to cost 50 cents for publishing. It's going to cost X, Y, and Z to print, blah, blah, blah. How much we need to break even. It's kind of like a conceptual thinking problem in terms of like what factors play into what you're trying to calculate. So it's like math slash conceptual. Anyways, um, there's that then the job fit. So kind of ask you about your resume how your past um, experience is going to help you in this job, kind of what kind of environment you like to work in. And then since this is like a tech-y, a tech-y company, maybe I'll tell you all the company after I get the job. If I don't get the job, I'll come back and tell you. I told y'all when I didn't get the other job. Um, Since the company is a tech company, um, during the job fit, they're going to probably emphasize like what technology trends, you know, are you up to date on? And they use a lot of machine learning and like a lot of artificial intelligence. So like, for those of you that don't know, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what artificial intelligence is, um, kind of like the process of giving non-human things, human abilities and learning abilities. So like GPS, 
um, your Hey Googles and whatnot. And then machine learning is like, if you go on your web browser and you type in like Olive Garden and then you look on your Instagram and there's an Olive Garden ad when they're, when we're like, oh my God, the government's watching us. Um, that's like machine learning. So it asks you, they're probably going to ask me like, what, what tech trends do I keep up with? Or what tech trends do I know about? How they contribute to the job? Like things of that nature. So I've been studying for that interview. Um, but let me tell y'all about God though. He works in mysterious ways. That's why I said, I don't know if I told y'all, but I had the pre-screening for the job back in, I don't remember when. I don't know. I think it was after October. I think it was sometime in November. I thought I did really good on the pre-screening. <clears throat> but she, my recruiter emailed me back and was just like, uh, I wasn't selected for the final review. And I was actually really sad because, um, one, this program is really fine. Like, the concept of the program like kind of um the audience that they're targeted towards like the mission statement the mission of the program is really cool like it's unlike anything I've ever seen I think and so I'm like bro I want to get into the program they pay really good I would be relocating to um Virginia either Richmond or McLean like it's a good company I've always wanted to work in tech or like not always but recently more so I've been wanting to work in tech and so I was just, you feel me? I was like, bro, this would be the perfect job, but I didn't get selected. So I just emailed the lady back and I was just like, hey, um, thank you still for the opportunity. What do you think I can work on um, as far as my pre-screening and things of that nature? And she basically was like, you did fine during the pre-screening, but it's a really competitive program. Um, I'll keep you updated if some interview um, spots come available. So I'm like, no, you won't, ma'am. There's not any that are going to come available. But, oh, I checked my email last weekend. And I had an email from her. And she was like, congratulations. You've been selected for the final interview day. Some spots opened up, blah, blah, blah. She handed me off to my other interview recruiter. Send me the information. So I have an interview this Wednesday. Pray for me, please. Obviously, if it's in God's will for me to get the job. I'm going to be happy and I'm trying to convince myself and I'm trying to assure myself that if I don't get the job that's because it's outside of God's will and it's outside of God's timing that's not you know where he wants me to grow it's not where he wants me to you know that's not where I'm going to bloom the most at wherever he's not trying to put me at so I can't really get upset but you know life rejection I don't take rejection will so pray for me you know Hopefully your girl gets the job and we'll be relocating to Richmond, Virginia. Also, since we're talking about, you know, big girl jobs, I finished my last, wait, my first last semester of college. So I finished the semester today. I took a test. It's Friday, by the way. I took a test this morning. Um, the test was four questions. Welcome to engineering. <laughs> the test was four questions and it took me about two hours or about an hour and 50 56 ish minutes um it was hard way harder than I expected and you know my teacher is foul because I'm not gonna get into that but just know he's foul like that test shouldn't have been that hard 
so this was i don't know i took the test and i had a self-care day you know i got done with the test i woke up this morning before i even took the test i scheduled a full a filling appointment i scheduled a deluxe gel pedicure appointment and i scheduled an eyebrow wax appointment because your girl was looking a mess i just looked a mess um my hair is in an awkward stage right now because my it's like in between it's not quite full a full curl yet it's not quite waving up because it's too much hair my hair is super curly so it just grows i don't know weird so i was like i have to get something done so i got a feeling um i just got a little nude a little nude vibe a little nude situation because i have an interview um and then i got nude on my toes i usually get white but you know i was like oh my god let me be matchy matchy um, so I got nude and then I just got my eyebrows waxed. I was at the salon for about three hours today. Um, so yeah. And then I've just really been chilling. I'm really just relaxed. I'm really relaxed. I feel at ease, you know, because there's nothing. I don't have any homework to do. I don't have any work to do. I'm, I'm entering into my last semester of college, you know. I don't know. I just feel blessed and highly favored. I can't complain. I graduated in five months. So I just got done with that test and I just felt relieved. I had a great day. Like I just felt super relieved and super just on top of the world. I got my allowance today. Then last week I got a part-time job. Won't you do it? I got a part-time job. I don't know if I talked about that last time, but I've been trying to get a part-time job. I'm not going to lie and say for a long time because I've been perfectly fine living off allowance. But, you know, my the way I the way I'll be living, the allowance is just not going to do it for the girls. And, you know, even though I get an allowance and even though my dad, he's still, you know, um, if I ask for money, he's going to give it to me. Not an outrageous amount you have to still be respectful so i ask for respectful amounts and i always have reasons behind why i need x y and z amount of dollars you know but i just hate to keep asking him for stuff like it's not breaking the man's pocket but i just every time i text him i'll be like hey so i need x y and z or can i have x y and z and then i've still this zero request and then i just feel so bad so I got a part-time job, a little guest service associate at a yeah European wax. <sighs> so that's what I've been up to, you know, chilling, school, losing weight, trying to be thin out here in these streets, you know, let's talk about, let's talk about weight. Okay. Let's talk about it because, you know, I am a bigger girl. And I don't really like the word big, like I don't like the word big fine, I don't like BBW, you know, all of those really just rub me. Well, I'm not a BBW, I feel like I'm in between, I feel like I'm the paradigm of a thick woman. You know, I got the butt, the thigh meat, I don't, I don't even have the church lady elbow, that's how I know I'm not a BBW. I don't even have the church lady elbow. I got the thigh meat, the butt meat, a little stomach meat, but it's proportional to my body. And let me tell you what we're going to stop doing because I talked about this the other day. We're going to stop 
mistaking the term thick and slim thick or thick and you just have a little meat somewhere. Okay, because if I tell somebody that I look skinny, everybody's going to look at me, look at me crazy. But if somebody's skinny, be like, don't I look thick? I don't ever be having words to say because no, you don't. Because I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, my gosh, I look skinny because you're going to look at me like what? So the definition, the paradigm, the epitome of being thick is you're thick in all places. Okay, you have butt, you have thigh, not just because you got a little butt. Oh, I'm thick. No. And I might sound a little salty. I'm not really salty, but I just hate when people think that thick is like you have a little butt and everything else is like small. You have like a small stomach you have you have a narrow frame that's not being thick you just have a little meat because then that's taking this thick but then the real thicks who are proportional people look at as like unhealthy you know fat bbw big well no baby i'm just thick even though no one's ever called me a bbw to my knowledge or like Obviously, nobody would call me big to my face, I guess. But I also want to talk about that. Um, And what else did I want to talk about pertaining to that? Unless I want to talk about that in my couch chat. I think I just was thinking about like plus size women. And lately, I'm going to be honest. I just have like, okay, let me let me preface by saying I haven't been feeling I haven't been feeling not attractive. So like I've been feeling attractive, but like I haven't been feeling like putting on clothes lately. I don't know. Like sometimes I get in stages where like I be seeing a lot of skinny or thinner, slimmer people wear certain things. And I'd be like, dang, so can I not wear that? Because I'm like thick. You know, I've been feeling like that a lot lately. But you know what I told myself today? Um, I've been watching more Danny DMC videos. If you don't know who Danny DMC is, plus size enthusiast, okay? For the black, she's white. Beautiful. Well, she's not, I don't know if she's regular white. I think she's like Italian and white or something. Either way, for the blacks, okay? I just really love her. And she's just so confident and just so thick, so overlooked. She was just the fashion goddess herself danny d-a-n-i d-m-c on youtube on instagram all on all pla- all platforms okay she really motivates me to you know what just because you are not small does not mean you can't wear what these other people be wearing you know because i get in funk so i just wake up and i'm like bro i'm so thick like sometimes sometimes i wake up and i do a little twerking mirror i'll be like what's up bow bow you know i'll be enjoying it but you know sometimes i really just be like bro if i could just cut half of each thigh off i'll be good and i'm trying to get myself out of that mindset because i can't successfully lose weight and you know be happy while i'm losing weight and i don't like the body that i'm in right now and i do like it for the most of the time because i look at myself a lot in the mirror okay if you follow me on instagram you know i just look at myself in the camera in the mirror like a lot but you know everybody has those days where they just are not feeling their best 
So yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. I just wanted to talk about that. Um, so now we can get into, we have like a loaded, I would say a loaded docket, but not really, but we're going to do almost all of the sectors today. So next we have weekly obsession because I have a bunch. I just been, I guess I've been obsessive. I'm a Leo. We have obsessive patterns. So I've been obsessed this week. So let's move to weekly obsession. Okay, so I have a list here of weekly obsessions. I'm just going to kind of run through them, maybe give a little tidbit about how these even came about because they're actually very much so random. So first of all, my weekly, actually like my monthly, I think I've been obsessed for like two months. I have been obsessed with volleyball, like watching games on YouTube for literally like a month and a half to two months and I don't know how this how the how this obsession started I literally was just on my on YouTube one day and I think like a random volleyball game showed up on my home page you feel me I don't know and I started watching it I think it was like Nebraska and somebody first of all I did not know that what region of the United States is that I'm not great with my geography. That's not the Midwest. I'm about to go look it up. Don't worry. What is that? That's not necessarily the Midwest. I don't even know what Nebraska is by. You know, I'm more of a STEM. I'm, you know, I'm in STEM. I'm in that sector. Geography is not really the girl's things. You know, let me see. Either way, like Nebraska... Your Wisconsin's oh USA map areas areas <laughs> that just sounds so stupid okay. okay 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 oh I think this is I think this is the right one oh okay yeah let me zoom in okay yeah yeah. Nebraska, where is Nebraska? Oh, okay, so Nebraska is the Midwest. Yeah, like Nebraska, Iowa, Missouri, Illinois, Minnesota. All of those states are fine at volleyball. You know, the South is not that great. You know, we are not that advanced. We're not that great at volleyball. I have not watched my own school play volleyball before. I watched a little piece and I was like, oh, they don't be doing they don't do that great but like nebraska even on the west coast like um stanford they be doing doing their thing and okay so i i played volleyball for one year when i was in high school how how did i even start playing volleyball i don't really know i think i think my friend victoria winter used to play and I was like, oh, they like they be having fun. Let me try out. And I try out and I made the team because I'm just athletic like that. I wasn't that great, though. I was I mean, I was straight. Um, But volleyball is just so intense. Like it's one of those sports where it is intense, but you can like still look cute like softball. 
Like they be wearing makeup on the court in volleyball, like a little mascara, a little brow situation. In softball, I never wore, I didn't wear makeup that much in high school until my senior year anyways. But like you can wear ribbons and stuff like, yeah. So I've been obsessed with volleyball and I really love Nebraska volleyball because they're just great. And like everybody focuses on basketball, having all the tall women. Bro, these volleyball women be like six for average, like six, three, six, four, bro. Regardless of what position they play, unless you're the libero, then you're like short. Quote, I quotations around short, unless you're like the libero or the setter, you're like short, which is still like five, nine, five, ten sometimes. So, anyways, I've been obsessed with that. <laughs> I've been obsessed with Isaiah Rashad reaction videos on YouTube. So like people reviewing, like listening to Sylvia demo for the first time or listening to the sun's tirade the for the first time and like reacting. I don't know how I came across this. I think I, if you, do y'all know who Sean C? Well, first of all, do y'all watch reaction videos or am I like just weird? I watch a lot of like album review reaction videos, even though I've heard the album, I just kind of, I don't know. I like to see how people react to the songs that I like. And I like to see like how many people like the same songs. I like how many people dislike the songs that I like. So I love watching reaction videos. So um, I've like been obsessed with those. And I first started, um, I I saw, I cannot talk. I saw Sean C's, I think on my home YouTube page. Um, I think Sean C's reaction to Sylvia Demo was on there. So I think it started with that. Then I think I went to watch his son's tirade, which if you don't know who Isaiah Rashad is, um, I just don't know what rock you've been living under. That's actually Isaiah Rashad in my intro song. It's I Mean by Isaiah Rashad. Only on SoundCloud, I think, or YouTube. Um, It's not on any of his albums that are, like, released. I don't know why, but it's not. Anyways, he's a part of TDE. He's a part of their camp, which I'm not going to get into it because y'all know I love TDE. And I will go on a whole spiel, which I'll do in the song of the week section. <clears throat> But yeah, so I've been, you know, obsessed with that. So then after I watched Sean C, I watched, um, I watched this man, his name is Miami. I think that's how you pronounce it. Who also has a lot of album, you know, reviews and reactions. Then I think I went to, I don't know how I came across this. It's this white dude. His name is like Tabby or Tally. I don't know. I don't know if it's Tabby, if it's Tally, whatever it is. He, um, I bet I got distracted. Somebody texted me. He like reacted. He's like one of those white hipster urban, like skateboarder wears graphic tees and shorts and, you know, a good converse. At one point his hair was pink, which was like, he just. I don't know. I just started going down a, a loophole of watching old videos of him. And he just evolved. And he's like, okay, I think he's cute. I'm not going to give y'all his YouTube because y'all going to be like, you think he's cute, Ebony? Come on. Because I'm 100%. I mean, I'm 95% sure that he's probably not cute. 
But his like demeanor is just cute. I worry for my kids sometimes. Because I be attracted to the strangest people, bro. And I be like, why am I attracted to them? But it, it be the demeanor and the personality for me. And I know what people say, no, because looks come first, as vain as that sounds. But you know how, like, you just cross paths with somebody you shouldn't cross paths with, and then y'all just start conversing, and the next thing you know, you like them, but you know they aren't cute. Unless that's just me, but that happens. Anyways, so then I started watching his videos, and I went down the loophole of watching him react to stuff. Then I found this other man. I don't know that man's name. Something with T. I'm not going to go look for it. Either way, then I watched his YouTube reactions. So I've just been watching Isaiah Rashad reactions literally all week. Um, and then my last weekly obsession is this YouTube p- channel page, whatever, um, called Lost in Vegas. It's these two, I want to say middle-aged men because I don't know how old they are. One of them looks a little older than the other. They're at least 35 at least i really want to say they're at least 40 but i don't want to age them you know so they're the channel is lost in vegas and they react to a lot of stuff also but they mostly do they don't really do albums whole albums they usually do songs um so i was just like kind of watching their reactions they do r&b one thing i like about them though um they're both black by the way and one of them i think is like so fine but I know they're old, but he is so, if you go look up Lost in Vegas, the light-skinned one, George, he is so fine. And the reason why I say I can't tell their age is because one of them is bald. Uh, What's his name is bald? I think his name is, oh, Ryan, the dark skin is bald. George, the light-skinned, has like waves on swim, so they hit on him. Hairline is still there. You know, men lose their hairline very early. I'm talking, I know someone lost their hairline when they were 19. I won't say any names, but yeah. So I've just been watching their reaction videos. The one I really like, um, they reacted to When We About Tank. They like do R&B, they do rock, they do hip hop. So I've really been watching the When We About Tank and um wanted dead or alive by bon jovi now if you don't know who bon jovi is hey listen actually no i'll give y'all the pass because bon jovi you know white rock i don't know how many i don't know how dynamic y'all's music taste is i don't know if y'all have limits which y'all will and will not to listen to but i watched their wanted dead or alive reaction their bon jovi and just right now well, no, after you listen to the podcast, go type in Wanted Dead or Alive Bon Jovi and just watch the video and or listen to the song. That is one of the hardest songs in history. I don't care if it's hip hop, rock, gospel, R&B, alternative R&B, alternative. I don't care what it is. That song is legendary. Okay. And the first time I heard of it. Was when me and my dad and my sister used to play rock band all the time back in the day on the Wii. I used to be on the drums. My dad was on the guitar and my sister was the singer. And we used to play that song all the time. Which also reminds me that the other day I found a rock band playlist on Apple Music. 
that has like all the songs on rock band that you've played so it has like detroit rock city it has roxanne it has bon jovi it has the yeah yeah yes say it ain't so by the weezer like it has all the rock songs if you don't know me personally you know i love me a good white people bop i call it a blanco bop that's what my playlist is called on spotify and apple music I just love a good pop or a good rock or a good sad song, you know? So those were my obsessions of volleyball, Isaiah Rashad reaction videos, and Lost in Vegas. So now let's get into Song of the Week, which is low-key a mini listening party, um, but it's perfectly fine. Big bank facing on the mother. I'm sorry, I can't get over that part every time. Okay, so we have about. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. We have like five songs of the week, or one, three, five. Okay, we have six songs of the week, but there's an explanation behind all of these. Okay, the first one is Jimmy Choo by carly is her name carly or carly young thug um the girl you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about jimmy too i got designer on my shoe 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 all these bad hanging out the roof, roof that song that has been my anthem this week do you hear me <sighs> that song is just so catchy and i heard it um, my friend Yasmin's story I just kept hearing it and I was like oh this song is literally so good so that's the first song Jimmy Choo by Carly so let's listen to that now <laughs> damn Lord this what I've been praying for I got Chanel problems keep my nails polished and that pussy no mileage do not need a stylist. I got some Fendi problems. She got some Benji problems. Yeah, I'm blind in the pilot. She got nothing in the wallet. Jimmy Choo, I got designer on my shoe, shoe, shoe. Only bad bitches hanging on the roof, roof, roof. Jimmy Choo, I got designer on my shoe, shoe, shoe. Only bad bitches hanging on the roof, roof, roof. Drive a range, you bitches be walking. That's your nigga, he steady be stalking. Your relationship dead as a coffin. He flip on that bitch like a dolphin. Man, slime off a bean, Boston. They say, Rick, how you feel? Awesome. This pussy got powers, Austin. Your pussy for sale, auction. Little bitch, we ain't in the same league. Bad to bad rovers with key. Got chains on my neck, but I'm free. My circle be smaller than beats. Out of Vegas, I'm rolling the dice. I be taking a gamble with life. This pussy be warmer than spice. All my body is colder than ice. I'ma pop my shit, you bitches can't stop this. Fill my Birkin up with racks just to shop with. Good a bitch, you could get hit with this chopstick. Either you slime or you ain't, ain't no option. I got Chanel problems, keep my nails polished. And that pussy no mileage, styling do not need a stylist. I got some Fendi problems, she got some Benji problems Yeah, I'm blind in the pilot, she got nothing in the wallet Jimmy Choo, I got designer on my shoe, shoe, shoe Only bed, hanging out the roof, roof, roof Could you see how that, could you see how that was a bop? So that has literally been on repeat And it was, I just kept seeing it 
And then Gatsby was just in the strip club, and then the strippers was just dancing, and the song was just playing. You know, it was all just mixing together very well. So that's a song. It does bump in the whip 100%. Whip approved. I don't know about y'all, but for me to like a song, it has to go in the whip. And I mean, I don't have no crazy sound system. I literally drive a Honda Civic, but me and my car be bumping, okay? I mean, rearview window, rearview mirrors be shaking. So that goes in the car. I've listened to it at least 20 times this week. So our next songs, well, let's do our next song, which is hilarious because it's the first time that I heard the song, you know, okay. So let me preface it. This song is very explicit. I'm so sorry if you have kids to just cover their ears. I'm so sorry. And you know, my sister told me about it a minute ago and she used to always be weak at it. And then once again, Yasmin posted this on her story. It used to be like, oh my God, this is my song. And then this other girl that goes to school with me she used to always supposed to be like bro this song is so hard i just never listened to it i just knew the concept and i was like lol some may find this romantic you know a soliloquy a monologue a ballad if you will this might be a hood romance i don't know but just know the baseline in the song it's hard the beat is hard you know he is flowing on the beat just the words are just so explicit i'm so sorry mom and dad if you listen to this um anyone else i'm so sorry but our next song is throw baby so let's listen to that It's a little hope, I love the way you walk, love the way you talk. Let a young nigga come play in your throat, deep stroke your throat till I make you choke. Throw babies, I'm trying to give them to you. Throw babies, I'm trying to bust all on you. Sess a little beast, sess a little hope, I love the way you walk, love the way you talk. Let a young nigga come play in your throat, deep stroke your throat till I make you choke. Throw babies, I'm trying to give them to you. Throw babies. I'm trying to bust all on you. Got a little hunter, that's if you want it. Extra little 40, gotta come right now. And I got beans, you bite down. Super good head, no cap gown. Since the first time, been feeding, couldn't even believe it. Head like that, shit, pussy don't need it. When she get hungry, she eat my semen. Five's an hour with her mouth, she clean it. Washing machine, trick. Ooh, shawty got mean grip. Ooh, know what she came to do. Suck this dick, then she dip. Ooh, head monster, set an appointment. Mouth so wet, need your anointing. Okay, I know what y'all are thinking. Was that a bit raunchy? Absolutely. Was it inappropriate? Of course. Was it explicit? Yes. But let's not act like we did not listen to Pretty Ricky and Pleasure P too early and too at a at a young age. Okay. Throat baby, you know, he's talking about 
palatio. Isn't that the word? <laughs> Isn't that the word? I'm pretty sure that's the word that I'm looking for. Because cunnilingus, isn't that when the woman gets hit? Or is that how you pronounce it? He was talking about that. That's all you need to know. Filet. Come on, baby. Anyways, maybe that's not the word. But either way, y'all know what he was talking about. You know, some might find that romantic, maybe even a ballad, if you will. You know, uh, I just really heard it for the first time this week. And I was like, bro, nobody ever told. I knew of the song, but I never listened to it. And I was like, bro, this bass line is hard. He, My man's is singing his heart out about this head on this song. Okay, he's singing his little heart out. He said, the baby. <laughs> So that's my second song of the week because it it is a banger. It is whip approved. Okay, and our next. Okay, I'm so sorry, y'all, but I just been listening to a lot of music and I haven't talked to y'all in three weeks. So this episode is just like uh three weeks in one episode. So as I said, I've listened to a lot of Isaiah Rashad re- reaction. I've been watching a lot of re- Isaiah Rashad reaction videos. And I honestly listen to Isaiah Rashad way more than I listen to anybody else in TD, including Kendrick Lamar, even though I know Kendrick is better than Isaiah. Isaiah Rashad is super, super talented. Like, I will put him above J-Rock 100% and Schoolboy Q 100%. Obviously not as consistent as them because he goes missing for years at a time, but he is. Um... So, in honor of me watching The Sun's Tyrant and Sylvia Demo, um, I'm going to play two songs from each. And I'm going to play the ones that people don't usually listen to. Like, obviously, as a whole, people usually don't listen to Isaiah Rashad just because y'all are not musically inclined. <clears throat> but I'm going to play just a few pieces from each one so first since Sylvia Demo came out before the sun's tirade do y'all say tirade or tirade I don't know how it's spelled I want to say it's tirade but I myself say tirade just because I think it's tirade so um I'm gonna play the songs that no one hardly ever plays off of these two albums so for sylvia's demo or not sylvia's for sylvia demo a lot of people listen to hereditary a lot of people listen to ronnie drake with savannah honorable mention heavenly father so i'm gonna play r.i.p kevin miller even though that's a popular one that is just a cold beat so i have to play that and then i'm gonna play a shot you down featuring j-rock and schoolboy q so yeah let's go ahead and get the isaiah rashad listening party started first up we have rp kevin miller um so here we go We live for weed and money. I live for bitches and 
nigga see it straight I'm the best they never heard I'm your brother, just relate I need diamond teeth Living like it's 1998 Like when Percy was the king Back when Juvie was the great Bitch, this stupid is the bait That ain't taught me how to build Like one day you hit and gone That watch out with down the shroom I been riding out Since I thought my Huffy was the shit Chattanooga pull the sharks Don't you slip and lose a limb Slow it down, we lose enough I been on the rules of that Shit that sober living hell Free who I been feeing jail Nigga taught me about a scale It was vivid, I was there I was on my first offense I hope they gon' give me bail Screaming motherfucker 12 Bitches ain't shit Cops ain't neither They hunting my people Codina back leaning I cope with my demons The best is not perfect The rest is not worth it Wake up Okay, so that was R.P. Kevin Miller Which is just The beginning is what really I don't know. I just really like that song. You know, Sylvia Demo is really a beautifully produced, mastered, and rapped Cry for Help. And it's so sad. Because Isaiah Rashad really was going through it. But the album is so good. And artists be having to go through so much to produce these projects that are like literally like classics. But they be going through so much, bro. Creators be going through so much. I was reading some of these lyrics the other day. And then watching the reaction videos. And I was just like, dang. Like, my man was really going through it. But at a point in time, didn't they say... Or he might have said in a Breakfast Club interview that um, he was in rehab for alcohol. Yes or no? Maybe. I think. But we're, we'll move right along. The second song that I want that I wanted to play from this album is a uh, "Shot You Down," which is Isaiah Rashad featuring J Rock and a uh, Schoolboy Q. So let's go ahead and play that one. Take a drag at the square. I feel anxious, bit dangerous. It's a verbal appears. It's reflecting my perspective. Big goggling fear. Role model so hollow. Shadow adolescence in the gaggle of them bitches. Road to the riches, still paved with the ditches. Get caught up in the hype. Your career's for a night. Ain't these other niggas, cause these niggas are fake. They ain't popping shots, these niggas is popping dot. Fine at the shine, beat me up in a rhyme spot. No cry till I'm in the pine box. I got the bitches hitting Mikey like where they at. Probably fucking on a friend, probably LA at. Probably plotting on the meal, staying well fay at. Bitch, don't run your mouth, we don't play that. Mama taught me better. Can't count on niggas, can't count on weather. Go figure, nigga, they ain't worried about this cheddar. Them niggas just got diving in my propellers, I don't tell them. I ain't trying to be no freshman, I'm chilling. Cause they'll bring a knife to the fight and not kill them. Me and my niggas is hungry, we willing. To bring a little hoe to the party and make milk. 
Yeah, I feel like talking my shit. Come in the house, acting friendly. You can suck my dick. I'm praying for some good rappers in the Fleetwood. Why well, I gotta bring my A game? You just dig us. We don't wanna hear that weak shit. Niggas speak up. Rockin' old flows, car rolls, and a beeper. You niggas hoes, you niggas hoes. And I ain't even trippin'. Cause we be laughing to the bank and ride by these niggas. Mikey, bring that meat with your long body. Bentley, put the hood in the fucking truck and bring the party with me. I came, I saw, I conquered. I shot you down now Your brain don't have no conscious hey, What you do now? Now I came, I saw, I conquered hey, I shot you down now I bang, I bang, I block up hey, What you do now? Oh, bitch ass rappers hey, I shot you down No sensitive niggas hey, I shot you down No bitch as rappers, yeah, I shot you down. No hype, these pussies. What yeah, you do now? Now I came, I saw, I conquered. Yeah, I shot you down. Now your brain no have no conscious. Yeah, what you do now? Now I came, I saw, I conquered. Yeah, I shot you down. Now your bang, I bang, I block up. I was honestly about to let the song play because Schoolboy Q's part is really fire. Then I was like, you know, we're already at 53 minutes, I think. And this was like the one, two, the fourth song of the week. I'm sorry, y'all. I listen to a lot of music. And I listen to a lot of music on repeat. But that was Shot You Down, Isaiah Rashad, J-Rock. And school break cute. So now we're down to our last two. I swear I'm so sorry. We're down to our last two. Which is off of the Sun's tirade. Also by Isaiah Rashad. This is just an Isaiah Rashad listening party, as I stated before. Um and on this album, this album personally is I like this one better than Sylvia Demo, which obviously it's his sophomore album. You do expect for people to get better. Um, and he definitely did. Like, I don't know. The Suns, Sylvia Demo is like, very, it's a very chill vibe. They're both very chill albums. But the Suns tirade definitely portrayed um, diversity. Like, he was a lot more diverse on that album. There were some bangers. You know, there were some singy-ish type there was some vibe types on the sun's tirade like overall it and it had more songs i believe i think the sun's tirade had like 15 to 17 and sylvia demo maybe has 11 to 12 maybe i would look at my phone but I, I just lost my phone um so yeah well actually i need my phone though hmm that's interesting but um, some popular songs that are on the Sun's Tirade are definitely for the squad, Park, Stuck in the Mud, Silk the Shocker, um, AA, A Lot, Free Lunch. So, like I said, I want to emphasize the ones that no one really listens to. So, this first one I'm about to play is Dressed Like Rappers. This is more of, um, a banger you know it is whip approved 100 percent whip approved is it a trunk rattler no it's not you know tr- when i think trunk rattler i think money bag yo key glock black youngster 
honorable mention finesse two times you know NBA young boy this is like a whip approved like you feel me you on the interstate and you feeling like kind of soulful but like you need a good baseline that's what this is so this is dressed like rappers by Zayra Rashad forget the name of the song was that dressed like rappers yes that was i'm so sorry that was dressed like rappers <laughs> okay i'm sorry i edit as i go so i was editing and then i forgot what we were listening to that was just like rappers by Zayn Rashad. do you understand what i mean when i say like it's whip approved but it's not necessarily a trunk rattler but i know y'all could hear that go you feel me in the car um this second one uh is kind of like popular but not as popular as like park or like what's wrong silk to shock stuck in the mud aa it's not as popular as those but it's it's a little something this is for the squad um personally one of my favorite isaiah rashad tracks to date maybe top five debatable 
I'm gonna do an episode one day where I just do strictly music top five of like three different artists. I'm gonna do that one of these days. But yeah, this is for the squad. Um, Isaiah Rashad. All right, let's listen. Turn up, turn the light off, this. Turn it down. Hey, you roll up, you roll up for the boys, for the squad. No, that's that's our job right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can pay my bills, I'm good, I'm coming over Found a message in my brother, your son is coming up By the bill, by ill, by boo, what you already saying You ain't nothing but a baby, your fear is growing up Listen here, I say my dude, and what you call it It was heaven at the bottom, and peace from throwing up By the bill, by ill, by boo, what you already saying You ain't nothing but a baby, your fear is growing up I think I do this shit for real, dog. Motherfucking me, but I'm for motherfucking real, dog. Hey, mama, mama, I got some dollars for your bills, dog. Hey, now I'm the head and I'm the topic, all that matters, I'm Jaleel, dog. Hey, yeah, you know I think the sunshine should feel how I feel, how I feel, like, yeah, I think at nighttime. She call my phone, hit my line, I'm here for you in Eastside Shame on us, rain coming now I figured the move, I figured, I figured When I pay my bills, I'm good, I'm coming over Found a message in my brother, your son is coming up By the bill, by it, by boo, what you already saying? You ain't nothing but a is growing up. Listen here, I say my dude, and what you call it? It was heaven at the bottom, and peace from throwing up. By the bill, by ill, by boo. My yard saying, You ain't nothing but a baby. Your fear is growing up. I got a dollar and up. Stop in Kansas. Told don't to do or do not. Do not forget me. I've been wild and Santa. Pop and rock em. Lord, forgive them for the talcum powder. I right now stretch it. I think I do this for real, dog. Hey, I ain't for mother. Maybe I'm for mother. Real. Okay, so that was for the squad. Isaiah Rashad, the son's tirade. That didn't dress like rapper on the son's tirade. And Webby Flow, I think I did R.P. Kevin Miller. Was that really necessary? You guys. I know y'all just heard that. I just got peace. Because what are you really doing? Anyways. Off of Sylvia demo. See, I got distracted. Um, Shot you down. And R.I.P. Kevin Miller. Um, So go listen to all of those. Throat Baby. Jimmy Choo. Dressed Like Rappers. For the Squad. Shot you down. And last but not least, R.P. Kevin Miller. Okay, guys, we're done. We made it through Songs of the Week. I'm so sorry 
This is a very musically focused show. Y'all already know, don't be surprised. I always have more than one song of the week. Unless I'm just mad busy and like, don't listen to anything, but that's never. So let's move on to couch chat, which I'm going to make it quick because it's not about anything but love. Like, I don't know. I just, we're, let's just move to couch chat. to find you now that your hair i can't remind you of the things you've been dreaming times too i promise you if you just give me 24 man i need this 24 i was sorry i just have really good transitions you know these instrumentals i thought long and hard about what i wanted to do and stay ready is like my favorite janaiko song but anywho Alright, so my couch chat. So let's start off by saying that, okay, so I've been really good at reading my devotionals for like the past maybe month or two. I've been being consistent, you know. I kind of slacked off this past week because life, I don't know, I just was slacking. But I usually do multiple devotionals at once. Um... So right now I'm doing one, two, three, four. I'm doing five different devotionals. Um, and I usually try to do like one about relationships, one about sexual temptation because I am a young adult. You know, I don't just forget about sex. Um, one kind of, I used to do one about like anger and like getting offended and getting irritated. But I've been doing really good with that. So I didn't do one like that this time. And then I usually do one that's not related to any of those. So maybe something along the lines of like something about like faith or hope or something. But this time I'm doing one. It's called pray while you're pray devotion for singles. They have like seven or eight different parts. I'm doing part seven. I'm doing one called love defined. Um, One called battlefield of the mind devotional. And then I started these two today rooting out relationship killers which I definitely need and then one that's just called sex it's just like about sexual temptation you know same old same old but it doesn't just say don't do it like it I don't know it kind of it expounds on it definitely a lot more than how they teach you growing up in Baptist churches but that's a story for another day so I read my love to find one today um and the title of it was called the fairy tale facade and basically was talking about how, you know, these movies depict um, like two people being in a relationship and just everything being so perfect and so easy. They depict like one night stands. It's fun and thrilling. They depict like fornication, like sex before marriage as fulfilling and fun when really it's very empty and very dissatisfying. Like it was touching on some really good points. But it was just talking about how it can be depicted like such. But then in reality, that's not how it is. 
and it really hit home for me I just was reading this like bro this is why my views <laughs> I watch too many movies too many rom-coms my views about love be so fictional <laughs> not real folktale not real at all so let me find the exact excerpt that I want to read because okay here it goes if Hollywood's version of true love works so well in the movies then why doesn't it work in real life if adultery is portrayed as free of consequences in tv shows then why is it incredibly painful in real life if sex outside of marriage seems to bring such great satisfaction in chick flicks then why does it leave us empty and needing more in real life if one night stands are so fun and thrilling then why do they leave us so miserable if lasting love is defined by two beautiful people falling in love then why is divorce so rampant um despite the way hollywood tries to con to convince us that true love can be found apart from God, the two of us aren't buying it. We've seen the fairy tale facade leave too many women disillusioned and empty. Too many women equals Ebony Kelly. So I was reading this, I was like, bro, this just seems so familiar. Like, and oh, and then the opening sentence was We used to think that if two people had sparks and chemistry when they got married, then their relationship would last. We assume that modern couples could define love according to their own terms and still have lasting results. So what I took from that was just kind of how everybody wants what I like to call express love and not everybody like I'm not excluding myself. This is very much so catered to me like everybody wants to be vulnerable so fast or well, at least wants to because it's very hard for me to be vulnerable as a person. But you already know this because I've talked about this before. Um, everybody wants to get so comfortable and just so vulnerable and wants to get to know someone so fast and just want to speed up the process and all this stuff that is just so, it just makes it so difficult because I know for me, how this relates to me, like, I want people to get comfortable with me so fast. Like when I meet someone, like when I go on a date or like when we hang out for the first time and they're a little quiet, I will like probably automatically rule them out because I don't like quiet people. Like keep a conversation going, like start a conversation, ask me questions like but that I have to learn and understand that that doesn't just happen over time I mean that just doesn't happen overnight that happens like exponentially over time like it has to grow like you have to get comfortable obviously there are those relationships where you just get comfortable with someone like off rip but I don't think people should be penalized just because it takes them a minute to get comfortable you know everybody's different everybody receives things differently everybody reciprocates things differently and I just feel like it's so hard to differentiate whether someone will grow out of something over time or whether that's just how they are. But I guess that's the risk you have when you're dating, right? Which brings me to my point of myself, I guess. I'm pretty sure there are people out there that are like me, but I... Okay, let me explain because... I am very comfortable being by myself. Obviously, there are times when I wake up and I'm like, dang, like, you know, 
the little cold in the bed, you know. Wish I had a little companion to go grocery shopping with. You know, start a TV series with, you know. Maybe study some devotionals together. Maybe cuddle and whatnot. Who doesn't want that, you know? So there's some days where I want that, but I'm not like waking up miserable because I don't have a man every day. Like, that's not necessarily where I'm at. I'm at a stage where, you know, I'm chilling. If somebody comes to me and like, I'm liking what I'm seeing, like I like what they're doing, they're aligning with me and it's cool. We chilling then that's fine. If it turns into a relationship, that's cool. If it doesn't, that's also fine. But let's not mistake that for waiting around. But I have to learn that like love doesn't just come in one form, you know? I can't just expect one type of love or like I can't just expect for certain events to unfold the same way that past events have unfolded for me because that is when I get kind of irritated. I'm a I'm a semi irritable person. So like if someone's not doing like if I feel like someone's not showing a hundred percent effort or they're not doing they're not being genuine. They're not following through with their intentions or there are no clear intentions. I'm going to get irritated. I'm probably going to detach mentally. And then I'm probably just going to start acting dry. When that's not how you should handle that. You know, that's not how you should go about that. But love is just so tricky. Literally, it's so tricky. Like, I haven't, I have not been in a relationship since I've been a, air quotes around adult y'all can't see me but I did a air quotes around adult um I've been in a situation like when I was a freshman which was a very toxic very unhealthy situation um and it just missed missed the girls up obviously I'm not blaming that for like how I how I handle things or how I think because I'm grown fix it which brings me to my point don't come to me on some I have trust issues. I have X, Y, and Z issues from my girlfriend who dumped me in this in the twelfth grade. Babe, babe. That was five years ago. I'm not falling for that. Get together, learn, move forward. We're adults, we're grown. Don't be blaming your past, your high school relation. Like obviously if you just got out of a relationship like some months, maybe even a year. You can definitely charge that to the game and, you know, try to work through your trauma and try to work through your bad habits. But you're not telling me that you broke up with someone or someone broke up with you four years ago and you're still upset. Just let it go, babe, baby. Just let it go. But I just wanted to talk about that because, like, I'm like dating. Like, I'm just, I wouldn't even call it date. I'm like getting to know people. Let me not say a lot of people. It's like two people. I'm getting to know people and like, but I approach them differently than I've like ever approached. So like one of the people that like kind of shot my shot. Well, I did shoot my like friend shot. And I was like, I just want to get to know you like as a man. And so we like been texting. It's been really cool, really chill. Then the other one has been trying to get my attention for months. And I just kept being like, no, 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 no. But they were just so persistent. Well, I was saying no because I didn't know them. They were trying to talk to me through Snapchat. I never posted any Snap stories. So I was like, this is a mysterious person. You're not taking me on a date. I don't want to get to know you. <laughs> you don't need to get to know me. And let's keep it at that. But then we like have been texting. 
And you know that first FaceTime when you just be on there just talking about random stuff and you really get to know the person? Those be my favorites because you learn so much about someone in one sitting of just talking about random stuff. So we was just sitting. He was at work and we was just sitting there like just he was asking me questions, Um, which I will say, you know, usually I get around to the intentions question. But most of the time you can kind of tell what someone's intentions are before they even tell you. But how this man like approached me was on some like, you know, very chill, very respectful. But like, I definitely was feeling hints of looking for a relationship. And so like off rip, I was just like, well, what are your intentions? Because like we're going on a date next weekend, I think, or like this weekend. I mean, not this weekend, next weekend or the weekend after that. But anyways, um, like how they were talking they basically were just like I'm at a point in life now where like I'm not having any like casual like random sex I'm not really trying to give myself away like that I wanted to be with someone that I care about that I'm like committed to that I really like and basically they're like they're ready for a relationship and the other week I told y'all that I was like not ready for a relationship well not even the other week like a month the other month I guess um, but now I think I'm in a headspace to where like I'm really in like a if I feel like the stars align then I'm not opposed to it. So like I'm not out here like oh my gosh I want a boyfriend I want a boyfriend I want a boyfriend. I've never really been the type to be like I want a boyfriend. My friends actually laugh. <laughs> my friends actually laugh when I would like want to be in a relationship. But anyways um, so I'm not like that. I'm just really like, you know, if someone comes along and I like them and they like me and it's going really well and they would like to get into a relationship and I would like to, then I don't see a problem in it. I really just try to avoid that because I don't geographically, I don't know where I'm going to end up after I graduate. Like right now, like I told y'all earlier, the interview for the job that... I'm interviewing for next week is in Richmond, Virginia. Right now we're in Alabama. The person or the people are in Alabama. So that would be like a nine hour difference. Like that's long distance. And what have I told y'all before? I don't really like to do long distance unless I see a fit reason. So it would just have to depend. But like right now I'm really chilling, just taking it all in, you know, conversing here and there. Um, Getting to know people here and there, you know, talking the talk, walking the walk. Um, I do miss going on dates, though. I really do. I haven't been on a date since the Nigerian who had a girlfriend took me on a date back in July. So that's been like five, almost five months. So I'm excited. Um, But I was just very... I wasn't surprised because we talked to, well, I talked to a dude, the dude that I was talking about kind of about like, um, sex in a sense of how they feel about if someone wanted to wait, you know, if someone didn't like, if someone wasn't sexual, things of that nature, you know, 
And their answer really shocked me because men, as y'all know, are definitely whores. You know, they usually are down to have sex with whatever, whenever. They don't care about a time limit, how it makes the person look, how it makes the person feel, the situation. Like, they don't really care about any of that as long as they get theirs and go. So, um, yeah, the fact that he basically was just like, I've challenged myself to like not even think about the person in like a sexual way or not even really try to you know touch them in that way or like try to I don't want them to touch me in that way I don't want to get anything started that I don't want to finish type of situation and people that is just like a lot easier said than done that's a lot of willpower you know because I have done it not saying I've had sex hello mom and dad but you know (sighs) Sometimes, you know, in the heat of the moment, you just have to think with your head, with the right head when it comes to men. With women, at this point, the clit equals the head. Don't think with that one. Think with your head. So that was like really admirable, which y'all probably like that's not that admirable. But yes, it is because considering how hypersexual and sexually driven this world is today, Someone saying like I'm really not trying to do that for real at all until I know I'm like in something serious that's a commitment that's different because everybody be out here just trying to hunch and y'all need to quit hunching stop it please and if you're gonna hunch use protection and pull out because I'm tired of people being pregnant but that's another story for another day um so I just thought that was really cool but That also makes me think, like, what are some of y'all's first date questions like you want to or need to know this information on a first date? Mine is definitely, do you love the Lord? Do you smoke? And do you have any kids? But I've told y'all that before. So let's do some honorable mentions. Um, What's your relationship like with your family? Definitely. Um, I probably would ask questions about their career, like as far as their career, how much room is there for growth? Do they have like a five year plan? What do they want to see within the next year or two with the company that they're working for, with the place that they're working for? I would definitely probably ask some of those. Um, on a first date, yeah, I'll probably ask, I'm not gonna lie, I'll probably ask about their past relationships, like what. Maybe see if they are accountable and asking them, like, what could they have done better in their last relationship? Or, like, what part did they play in the relationship ending? Things of that nature. You know, the basics, I think. What would y'all ask? I think I touched everything. Kids, we love the Lord. Who's going to get the packages? (laughs) I think that's it. So, you have that. Love devotional really just opened my eyes to the fact that I'd be so caught up in people getting comfortable and people not opening up and people not talking right away when really people are just out here trying to get comfortable and trying to get situated. And I'd be over here getting upset or getting irritated because I'm like, damn, they don't talk. Like they aren't being really, you know, forward, things of that nature. But just the fact that Love just doesn't come in one size, shape, or form. It comes in so many and just people just go about 
things so many different ways and like it just takes some people they process things differently they go about things differently I know a lot of people when they meet me or like when I'm talking to someone they probably think I'm like so quiet or like I'm just kind of hard to read which I'm not at all like I'm not quiet hard to read that's like debatable but definitely not 100% not quiet well like 90% not quiet um so yeah I don't know I'm sorry I'm rambling that's just I don't know I just be on here talking that's really what the name of my podcast should have been hell I just be talking or I just be talking something like that okay if that was the end of my couch chat I'll, I've held you guys hostage for an hour and 24 minutes and I, even though I would like to do a two-hour show I don't know if my sleep I don't know if my rest is gonna allow me to do that but wait I just remember I just took some chicken wings out to air fry dang it well I'm not going to sleep but dang well this was episode 10 thank you guys so much for listening as usual i love you guys so much thank you for supporting me whether that be on instagram uh, liking older liking older posts on my podcast instagram at at ethereal black girl underscore or is it underscore i'm sorry let me let me get my tags right I don't know if it's underscore ethereal or if it's ethereal underscore. Let me go look. Oh, ethereal black girl underscore. My uh, personal Instagram is underscore E-B-U-N-N-Y-Y. So at underscore E-Bunny with two N's and two I's. Like, comment, um, subscribe on Spotify, on Apple Music rate please five stars just scroll down to the bottom you might as well scroll down to the bottom rate five stars you don't even have to write a comment just rate it that's all that's all i need is a good rate anyway thank you for listening i hope you guys have a good weekend have a good night be safe per usual the semester is ending to all my college students i'm glad we made it to all my college graduates congratulations you know um praying for you and all your future endeavors i hope you do great hope you do well especially if you're black i hope you dominate per usual this has been another episode of ethereal black girl the podcast i am your host ebony per usual don't do drugs don't drink and drive and use protection peace okay wait i lied i'm sorry okay this outro song (laughs) i need a breakfast hit the outro song is pick your feelings up by jasmine sullivan which should have been a song of the week i just forgot about it but she just came out with it i think two weeks ago she performed at the soul train awards if you haven't listened to it here it is pick up your feelings jasmine sullivan okay now i'm gone for real um, don't do drugs, don't drink and drive, use protection, peace. Said that I've been acting different, yeah. Funny how I finally flipped the script on ya. Yeah. When you the one who's double dipping, yeah. You so sloppy how I caught you slipping up. Uh. You're off the lease, run me my keys. No more popping up the idiot. I ain't even got the miles to trip on ya. No phone, who is this? Brand new, like the whip, rack it up, no assist. Hey, bitch, I ain't average. Wake up. Tennessee, take a sip, look at my jeans, I'm too thick I ain't got no room for extra baggage Don't forget to come and pick up your hood